Hello. Hey there. Hey, what's up, man? What's up, brother? What's up, dude? I was trying to figure out what's the is the thing where uh, it spirals in, you know, like a snail. It's like a Fibonacci sequence. Ah, uh, I was thinking Pinocchio. I was like, it's a Pinocchio theorem or something, but no. I knew that couldn't be right. But is that, no, that, I mean, that is what you were thinking of, yeah? Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't know the name for it. I knew it was... Pinocchio theorem. <laughs> no, I know, I know it's not Pinocchio theorem, but that's what my head was telling me. <laughs> I, uh, Tool writes songs in the Pinocchio theorem, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, that's because uh, the more they play, the longer the song gets. Yep. That, that, that's that's actually objectively true you're, you're not, yep. <laughs> one of the, the easiest hacks and me and you we've been in the in the music industry for a long time 50 years me, me i started um i was in a musical in fourth grade christmas themed mm-hmm. um jake i assume was a roadie for the grateful dead or something <laughs> like that yeah because i'm 50 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but I mean, the and Pink Floyd figured this out pretty early. But if you want to fill up an album, you can just keep you can keep playing the same song pretty much forever, I guess. You can play the same chords for like five hours, and yeah. if your if your prime audience is guys who like eat acid and like drive for Lyft or whatever which is most of my friends, so I'm not saying anything bad necessarily, then you can just like release that album to wide critical acclaim. Um, yeah, a lot of people drove for Lyft back then. Yeah, Lyft was a big thing back in the 19, 1972. Uh, yeah. I, uh, I used to drive in, uh, for this one that was like specific to Austin called Fasten. And because uh, Austin had this weird thing where Lyft and Uber left for a little bit, and so a bunch popped up. And uh, dude, one time I was driving for, I, I I would only drive Thursday through Sunday because that's when I made the most money and it made sense for my car. Because I had like a stupid Sabbath. Yeah, but I know. But come on, I'm not. I don't wear the little hat. All right. Yeah. Uh, we. Uh, so let's just let's keep that to a minimum. By the way, you need to we need to tone down on that. <laughs> Tone down on what? <laughs> I need to tone down on the. This is a pro-Israel oh, podcast, yeah. so down with Palestine. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I was so so I would drive a lot. Uh, I would drive a lot near fraternity and sorority row near UT because um, you would just always get calls like Bing, Bing, Bing. You get like notifications during like college mm-hmm. night or Thursdays or whatever. The most, I mean, obviously it comes, like, it goes without saying the most disrespectful people, like, that you could possibly come across. And I remember one time uh, I had a, this was like my baby. This is like my, I was at Impala Supersport. I had had some work done to it. Um, very fast car, very nice car. Um, I didn't have trash in it like all my other cars. Well, I did for a little bit, but, you know, very nice car. Anyway, nice car, blah, 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 blah. I pick up, for, well, there's several stories that go with this overall overall big theme but one time um this guy got in in a full tuxedo and this young girl got in and i picked them from from a fraternity i guess they were going to some 
like racist, like future child trafficker type meeting, you know, mm-hmm. and um, they're not saying anything, which is par for course for most like, you know, ride sharing things. And then I start hearing in the back, <laughs> like really distinctly. And I look at my rearview mirror and they're both hitting key bumps, like middle of 35. Now, at the time I was fucking around, but I was like, there's just cops everywhere. If they get, if we get pulled over, like, it doesn't matter. That, anyway, I was like, Hey man, yeah. uh, I was like, Hey man, can you, uh, can you like stop doing that in my car? And uh, like, without skipping a beat, he goes, Oh, I have a cold. And I was like, Oh yeah. <laughs> like, uh, cause I have a rear view mirror that I can direct <laughs> the reverse. And I can, <laughs> I like, I can see that you are taking a key, your house key, I imagine, and you're putting it in a bag of white powder and then you're giving it to the giggly girl next to you. And then you're doing it that, and then he's like, no, (laughs) all right, man, we'll chill. Sorry. And I'm like, I'm not like a cop or anything. It's just like, we get pulled over. And he's like, no, I get it, dude. I get it. You know, I'm pre-law. I get it. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. Like I will beat the dog shit. Anyway. So we get like, I'm not kidding, like two more exits down the road. And I guess, cause we had that conversation, that confrontation, he got friendly or whatever. He was like, Hey man, can I get the ox? And I was like, yeah, sure. I don't give a fuck. So I hand the ox and he's playing like, uh, this was 2000. He's playing, uh, uh, uh the album Drake and Future did together. Uh, uh the, I know the, what a time to be alive. Yeah, whatever. that one. And so he's playing all the singles off that and it's loud and the speaker system in my car. But again, again, dude, I'm in the car with this guy and his, his mm-hmm. girlfriend, I'm guessing. They're trying to mask the sound of them continuing to do coke with the, but it's so it's like, you know, like, jump man, jump back, <laughs> them boys up to something. <laughs> and, I, and I'm like, I turn it down. And I'm like, dude, please put it away. And he's like, man, I'm just super sniffly back here. Like he thinks it's funny now, and yeah, I, yeah. And, I, and I'm like, dude, I'll just like pull. We were in the middle of 35, the highway that runs through Austin. And I was like, dude, I can just pull over and let you guys out, and then like complain, and then I get money. It doesn't really matter to me. You can rate me low, but like, I'll just say you had drugs or whatever. I don't even want to snitch, but like, you've made this. You've upset me yeah. now. You've. I don't. I, I'm not gonna snitch, but you. I'm pissed now. He's like, just take us down the road, man. Like, I'm sorry, but I'm, I'm just, you know, it's, we're going to a formal. I was like, dude, I don't care. Anyway, we get to the thing and uh, I drop him off in front of this bar, which was like, had a bunch of security. So I'm guessing it was like a fraternity bar or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, before he gets out, he comes around to the driver's side window and he like taps on it. And I'm like, what the fuck does this guy want now? He's like, hey man, if you five star me, I'll give you the rest of this. And I was like, oh, uh, in my head, I was like, because I was doing COVID at the time, I was like, what is it, like a 20? Like, I wasn't going to f- below star you, but since you offered, let's bargain, you know? Like, I was going to give you five anyway, because yeah. I'm not that kind of an asshole, but since you offered, let's play games, you know? And I was like, all right, well, what do you got? And he just, like, reached into his jacket pocket and just, like, <laughs> it's just like a sack, like a big one. He's like, you can have this. He's like, the we have, like, a half an ounce at the bar. I don't care about this. And I was like, all right, man, I'll, I'll tell the president of the company himself that you, 
<laughs> sucked my penis on the way to the bar, and it was the best suck I ever got. <laughs> like, you know, there was another time too where they fucking, I don't mean to ramble, but I pulled up in front of a fraternity, uh, and I had, it was a typical fucking four door sedan. It was a muscle car, but it was still like one passenger seat, three fucking seats in the back. And this actually happened more than once, but this was a particularly weird one where like nine guys were sitting out front and I was like, oh yeah, they called two or whatever. So I pull up and uh, like one guy gets in the front, three guys get in the back and then a second guy gets in the front sits in that guy's lap. And then like five guys pile in like belly to ass <laughs> and they're like, hey, we're going to aquarium on sixth street. It's like, and like, I worked at that bar and I knew that it was like a frat heavy bar. And I was like, hey, can you guys like call another one? And they're like, dude, it's like six minutes down the road. And I was like, okay, but like my car sits low to the ground because I'm an asshole. Yeah. And uh, now there's like 3,000. No, not that's an exaggeration. Like, yeah. they're not, <laughs> this wasn't the fat fraternity. They had a skid steer on the back of that thing. <laughs> yeah, no. there's, there's probably like a thousand pounds of man in this car. So like, I need you guys to like call another one. And they were like, dude, be cool. Like, just be cool about it. And I was like, look, man, I'm a cool guy. I'm a pretty chill guy. It doesn't matter about that. If I get pulled over and there's like 15 men, clowns stacked in my already loud as shit, stupid as fuck muscle car, then I'm, I'm assuming, by the way, I'm assuming a lot of you have cocaine on you and they're like, yeah, every one of us. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, so like, let's just talk like adults like call a second one and they're like no and i'm like and i was feeling kind of i was already pissed so i was like dude you're not yeah. paying for this your dad's paying for it i'm guessing right and they were like oh, oh, oh no and i'm like you don't have to lie to me dude if i had your life i would flaunt it i'd be like yeah motherfucker i'll buy your car right now i'll drive it the fuck but i don't have your life so suck my penis i'm the one driving you idiots so anyway it fizzled out yeah they, they were like uh they were, they were literally trying to get me to clown car them to their like fraternity, like rush meeting or whatever. And I was like, not for like what essentially amounts to $7. If we were driving across Austin and it was like a hundred dollar drive. Yeah. I'd probably do it. But like, it was like a five, you know, like, like, yeah, yeah. but they just didn't under these, these were guys, you know, who had never heard the word. No, I guess, you know? Yeah. No delivery driving and, and, uh, cause that's, that's the closest thing I can, really say i've done i i don't think uh i think i might be uh, um i'm not sure if i'm still allowed on uh uber not because i've ever been on there because i i uh i messed with the website a bunch and i didn't um i messed up my account anyway sure, i yeah. thought you could pay with cash on there and that's not the case <laughs> but, um anyway uh with delivery driving though it's it's funny like just how um like how badly corporations want to phase you out, but they haven't figured out like how to replace you yet. Yeah. Like, like if, if they could just shoot you in the back of the head in a storage closet and send a robot, easier, yeah. they would do it. No yeah. hesitation. And that goes down even to like the assistant managers. Mm -hmm. But um, it's funny to be that inefficient of a tool in like a delivery chain. Yeah. Like a, uh, I remember when I worked at Jimmy John's, uh, first off I hit a car on my second day. So that was nice. Nice. It was a solid, nice. and, and, but the, the round trip delivery time 
was supposed to be 11 minutes max. And uh, they had a five minute delivery radius. So if somebody didn't answer their door for two minutes, you might get in trouble. It was awesome. But uh, yeah, I used to, I remember I used to just want to sometimes like, you know, bring a gun or something, you know, and then if if somebody doesn't answer their door, you know, you can just, do you ever think about that? (laughs) Just think about dumping a mag through a guy's front. Yeah. I, I, of all the stupid jobs I had, I never like actually delivered pizza, which is weird because that's like one of the cliche ones, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's like one of the standard bad jobs you can have, but, but not I, like not like bad enough to where people like are like, oh man, that's tough. It's just like, oh man, you're I, poor. I get all these people, not all these people, dude. Honestly, these are super rare, but I've gotten a couple people who've like, I guess, tried to like challenge my like life narrative that I let leak through Twitter or whatever. And some people are like, hey, man, how did you have a cocaine problem, but you were poor? Which, like, by the way, that's, like, uh, like not hard to do if you're, like, addicted to drugs. Yeah, because you only have to do uh, – that way you only have to do a little bit, you know? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, I, I spent all my 40 like a, bucks for this week, you know? <laughs> you know like, if people, you know, if it's just a fundamental misunderstanding of, like, what it means to, like, not be just a guy that parties on the weekends, but be a guy that's, like – yeah, I need this to like uh, drive my car, <laughs> and like, yeah. I, you know. Anyway, anyway, uh, you know, I and uh, some person like asked, and it got me thinking, and I was like, oh yeah, like so when I was an undergrad, and I guess it's been enough time. I don't know the statute of limitations on this stuff. I didn't traffic children, by the way. Um, I wrote papers because he wasn't a hustler. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't on my about my bag. Really. Yeah, <laughs> you go chase that bag, no matter no matter where it's hiding. You know. I, uh, I wrote papers for money while I was in yeah. college. Uh, and it started off as a small word of mouth thing. And I did it for a couple friends, but like anything else, like word gets around or whatever. And, uh, you know, by like my sophomore year, I was making like a pretty, like, again, I didn't put any of this money away. I saw this as free money. I like writing. It's easy to me. I'm not flexing, but it's just, it is. So it, oh, it, somebody uh, can read. Oh, somebody. Yeah. Oh, anyway. Uh, and so I was like, uh, I had to watch that. If any of you were wondering, <laughs> I we have Michael this on video and um, I'm the only one, even, even Jake didn't have to see that because he wasn't looking at the camera. I saw that and my eyes sort of glazed over. It was like, um, cause you're used to seeing something like that. No, it was sort of the opposite, actually. Um, this is actually the first time I've ever seen anything like that. Um, no, I think you've seen that every... No, I probably think you, never. I think, you, probably, I think you see stuff like that a lot. No, nah, I actually never have. Before. No, that's man, even, no, no that's you, not, you were so taken aback well, from it because you, you, you see it so much that, that yeah, you, it, well, it gives no, you peace. <laughs> no, that's not true. Um, Let's not lie on the podcast, guys. Let's not... Yeah, um, Mm. anyway so i anyway different ways to look at it i guess Um, i I guess we can just move on because we're we're gonna agree to disagree on this one you know uh we don't always have to see eye to eye me and thomas Uh, well that's not the angle i was getting but um (laughs) so anyway i'm i'm writing papers for money and uh and the school was an international school and there would be kids I'm just, I'm just playing. <laughs> 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 yeah. 
didn't know you grew up that hard, man. That's <laughs> I thought you were just trailer trash. No. Uh, they fucking, so anyway, they like, uh, there would be these kids that would come that never came from, they'd never been to America and they were from Saudi Arabia and they like, they just had a lot of money from their parents. And so when the word got around, cause I was just doing it for friends, it got to like that side of the school and not just kids from like kids that were from here, but their parents just had a ton of money and they didn't know what, like what $200 was or even like $800. And so like, I, they would be like, Hey brother, uh, I have like a three page paper due. What does that cost? And I'm like, I don't know, man, you can name your price and, and I'll probably do it. You know, when's it due? And they're like, Oh, like in a week. And I'm like, yeah, that's fine. And they're like, uh, is like $700 enough. And like, I would charge my friends like 15 bucks a page. So like, yeah. like 45, 50 bucks, maybe if it was like three and a half, four, but like people I didn't know, like if they said a number, the negotiation was over. You know, I didn't, yeah. I'm not going to talk you down from 700 to like less than a hundred dollars. And so I'd be like, man, that's uh, that's super generous. And, and they'd be like, yeah, I just really like don't want to do it. And I need an A and you got my buddy an A. So I just like, I don't really care. Like, do you want more? And I'd be like, it would be, I almost was like, stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like cut it out, you know? And uh, it's like, dude, I actually have like way too much money. It wasn't about that because I would I listen, man. <laughs> it it was it was more about like it was more about like uh in my mind we were all college students and broke because that's like the stereotype about college students. But the people I did work for, like the students I did work for, like that just wasn't the case for them. But it, it felt as though I was still talking to like your average like 19, 20 year old or whatever. So anyway, I would take on like these papers and word got out and I don't know. I never, I never got caught doing it, but I remember I got an email one time. This guy did papers for routinely was like, Hey, my professor asked me who wrote this uh, in office hours. And I was like, okay, what did you say? And he was like, somebody else. And I was like, are you stupid? He was like, no, I was scared. And I was like, they can't do anything to you. Your parents, you're not on scholarship. They pay full tuition. They're not going to expel you. Like you're, you know. Yeah. He was, I was like, did you say my name? And he was like, no, but I did say it was someone who went here. And I was like, it's, it was a small school I went to. And yeah. So I was like, so I kind of like put everything on hiatus for a bit. Like I went underground, you know, I stopped taking jobs like expendables, like fast and furious. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like you, like you killed people for yeah, a living yeah, yeah. I was a and you just, killer. you just wrote about how Andrew Jackson was good or bad. Yeah, exactly. You got to decide. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and it got to the point where like, I was, I had a, I had a couple semesters where like my grades were slipping because I liked money or not even, because I had cheap rent at the time, so I just liked, like, I liked having a lot of drug money, a lot of liquor money, as opposed to just having, like, doing, getting good grades on my own shit or whatever. So I was like, yeah, I'll take on, like, you know, 20 or 30. I called them clients, like, what I was doing was, like, being a doctor or, like, a therapist. I would literally, like, yeah, like it was important <laughs> work. Yeah, I was such a little fucking, dude. I was like, sorry, I got to do client work. And then somebody at the bar would be like, oh, what are you, like, an insurance agent or a lawyer or a therapist or a doctor? I'm like, no, I commit academic dishonesty and I cheat people out of like money to like buy 
high quality LSD and, and paint. <laughs> like that's, that's what I do. And they're willing to pay it because they're rich kids, but you know, it still doesn't. And they're like, Oh yeah, you're a piece of shit. I'm like, yeah, hundred percent, whatever. Anyway. Yeah. It's like Wolf of Wall Street. If you made $25,000 a year. Yeah. That's what's funny is like, I talk about like, Oh, I made so much money doing it, but I guess cause I was 19 and I was bartending too, that it was a lot of money. But it was probably yeah something like twelve thousand dollars, <laughs> like, like just yeah. something like below. Yeah. Yeah, my idea of like a good job has gone from like fourteen dollars an hour, you know, in high school to now mm-hmm. it's like, you know, now I make so much money I don't even know, you know where. Yeah, to don't you here. make like four hundred and forty thousand dollars a year or something? Yeah. Yeah, that's why I'm uh, recording this on a laptop from 2008. But you're a humble guy. You're like Warren yeah. Buffett, like or, you know, you're. A yeah, I'm a lot like Warren Buffett in the, um, in in terms of just uh, just so many things about me. I I was trying to remember one thing about Warren Buffett. I couldn't. Even, he's he's like Bill Gates, but with um. He's older, I think. I don't, I don't yeah, know. Berkshire Hathaway. Right, that's a. That's a company. Yeah. Uh, I remember uh, we talked about it in the last one, so I'm not going to get into it, but the ways in which people like, you know, no, he gave, they gave money to, he has the same house and his kids, they'll get him as if they don't have like, you know, by the way, Premier left this podcast or whatever, you know. Yeah, we're the new, um, you know, I don't really listen to podcasts. I don't really know what's out there. I hear but, that. Um, I hear that like people tweet that, but I don't listen to enough podcasts to have an understanding of who the premier leftist podcast would be. So that's a joke I just see people do. And yeah. I think it's funny for this one because it's mostly just you and me because we don't really talk outside of the podcast for those who think maybe we're good friends nope uh, we're we not we're not this is all business it's strictly business yeah i we're, we're a lot like um we're a lot like the Mythbusters, and mm-hmm. um jake is a lot more like adam adam savage than i am just in terms of you know like up, he get like me child, childhood and stuff like that i mean don't even worry about it but that's <laughs> that's who you are and then i'm um jamie heineman because i have a cool mustache and i'm quiet yeah yeah, you're. Uh, I don't. I don't have a cool mustache, but dude, I'm, mine's worse because you can't even see it. Usually, yeah. uh, I've been growing yeah. it up for like two months. But see, mine is like close, but it doesn't connect in the very middle. Mine doesn't either. Mine doesn't connect most places. Yeah, and um, you're like 15 years older than me, also. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm 55 years old. Yeah. yeah. See, my my cheeks haven't filled in beard wise, but I still got the the cholo beard here. You got the chin strap kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, I was talking to some people who listen to this and some people who like follow us or whatever. One of them was my girlfriend, and we were talking about how it's funny that she was like, uh, "Isn't he like younger than you?" And I was like, "Yeah." She's like, "He looks like he's like older." like 38 i'm like uh no i just look like i'm 19 and he looks like a guy in his early 20s and she's like oh yeah yeah well she didn't say that i said that but you know 
people usually think I'm like 24, something like that, which isn't too bad. Did I get carded for jewel pods? I was just talking about this in the DMs before we start. Like I people, one time I remember getting carded at rated our movie at like 23. Uh, and granted, I was like in like, like basketball, like blown out basketball shorts and a dirty t-shirt. Like I wasn't, I was going to see a movie and to get drunk with my friends and I wasn't, so I just dressed like, maybe it was the way I was dressed or I just shaved or anyway, they were like, can I see your ID? It, it was, it was a, it was a person who was clearly like a pimply faced 16 year old working. Movie. Mm-hmm. And they were like, Hey man, can I see your ID? Uh, because you know, curfew. And I was like, dude, I'm 23 years old. And they're like, no, you're not. And like, that's not, they don't get paid enough to say that. I, but I was like, look at my, look at me like look at like, like and so i showed him my id because it, it was i guess maybe he was being more adamant due to the fact that it was a draft house so like they served alcohol and shit yeah yeah but i was like dude i graduated college two years ago i have a job i pay taxes i'm in so much credit card debt my dick stopped working like recently i'm old yeah just normal stuff you tell a 16 year old yeah yeah. it's normal stuff you tell a child i guess you know stuff that you would you know and of course you know he was super understanding of all those things uh yeah. as most you know because you would know all about yeah, that, how teenagers respond to stuff like that i wouldn't but yeah i got carded getting some red man the other day a little bit do, of charm do you red man uh, I dabble. Um, yeah, I I like rotate my nicotine usage because I get. I I realize I was spending like three hundred dollars a month on those puff bars, and so I stopped doing those. I don't know how much money I spent. But um, I, I I'm guessing it's something like that. Yeah. I, I I was exaggerating a little bit. I don't think I it was, was that not, much, but I it was. was <laughs> um, I I'd say that chew is my favorite. The problem is um. It stains your teeth really quick, and I'm yeah. vain. Yeah. So, I'll, I'll do it, and then as soon as I start seeing my teeth get even slightly yellow, well, your I'll gums bleed out. too easy or something. Yeah. No, my gums are fine. Um, in in fact, uh, I, I used to dip Wizzy, Wizzy Grin Green. That's what I was saying. That's the that's, that's the name of the episode. Good, I think we good Lord. Wizzy Grin Green. <laughs> And um, I went and got my teeth cleaned around that time. And uh, they were like, oh, man, your, your gums are looking way better. I'm like, cool. I actually started using tobacco. So that's nice. Um, I smoke crack cocaine out of a fucking dark yeah. pepper can. Yeah. yeah. People think people think that I have like a, like a, like a smoker voice or whatever. But really, I'm just like hunched over all the time when I record. Yeah, that's what this isn't like people do say. Yeah. This isn't like what my uh, voice is like. If you right. if you like meet me in public, I I have like just a regular voice. I, I don't know why I always talk like this when we record. This, this is the secret breaking. I don't really have a cool voice. I think not that this is a this isn't a cool way to talk. But every time we, when we go to meet up to go to the zoo, you're like, hey, brother. And I'm like, man, you don't got to do it right now. We're not on mic. Yeah, and you're no, like, what are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> hey there. Hey there, Jake. How you hey, doing? Hey, Jake, man. How you been, brother? Uh, well, isn't that my nice little friend there? You know? <laughs> so uh, I was going to ask, because you brought up Red Man. So like your labor jobs, you work like, 
when I was remodeling houses, when I was roofing, and then like when I was working at like a refinery and like working outdoors, anything I've done, people call like snus, like camel snus, which is what I dip when I can't smoke in places, uh, which is rare because the jobs I've had normally allow it, but the jobs I have that have, and even office jobs that like are really tense on like smoke breaks I've had, I would dip camel snus pouches. Anyway, the construction site that I worked at last summer was like, guys, but hey man, can I get a pinch? And I was like, oh, I just have the pouches. And they're like, oh, you have pussy pouches? And I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm like, it's literally like, uh, it's just nicotine in a cloth pouch so my gums don't bleed. And they're like, what are you, gay? And I'm like, no, I just like, I have bad gums because I smoked a lot. And they're like, yeah, like you try to offer a genuine explanation to the guy and they're like, sounds gay to I'm like, no, man, I just, I do have like gum recession because I smoke too much. Anyway, if you want the nicotine that you asked for and then ridiculed me for having, you just have to like ask, you know, and they're like, no, I don't want that shit. And then like 30 minutes would go by and they'd be like, hey, man, I'm sorry what I said <laughs> about all that. I'm actually not sorry. You're still like weird and fuck because only pussies by that, but. I, I'll get I'll buy you beer after when we go to the bar. And I'm like, dude, just take the fucking pouch. Like it's not yeah, it's not gay. Like this, I get these because they're cheaper than a can of wintergreen. I don't like the fiberglass. So like we don't have to get into the intricacies of it. You can just have a pouch. And they're like, Oh, well, come around the corner, nobody sees. And it wasn't that bad. I'm exaggerating, but like Yeah, you go they, out, you go out back. Yeah. Uh, down to the creek yeah, to, yeah, to yeah, share yeah. A, a pouch of uh, a grizzly. Pouch of fucking, yeah, no. yeah that's 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 real common. Um, I'd say I'd take it even further. Anybody who dips skull, uh, that's a that's a rough situation. Um, really, skull here. most places I worked at dip skull, but they made fun of you. They called grizzly welfare bear because it was like you were too poor mm -hmm. to afford skull. Yeah, I bet that's why. Uh, no. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> no, it's over here. It's Copenhagen long cut or grizzly winter green. Interesting. And, interesting. And now this is interesting conversation. This, by is, the way. this isn't that I, you know, I mean, I don't know a million people. This could just be within the people I've known. No, I think it is regional. Yeah. I think that's like the point. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, cause it's a lot of oil field guys who, you know, people think that toxic masculinity or whatever is, is, bad bad where they live and i'm you know maybe maybe it is i don't know much about the woke uh, oil rigor is a very good with with yeah within it whenever you get an industry like oil um you you develop such a concentrated like identity of masculinity that it almost to, yeah. becomes just a parody of itself it's the, it's the only place where you can be canceled for being woke yeah like no uh, yeah like i'm not even i'm not this isn't even something I'm like coming up with the concept of if you wear a pointy, like not even pointy, but non square toed cowboy boots around here, you're going to get some, some glances unless you're Hispanic. Then you I, can had, get away. I had a, so my work boots were, I had a pair of, uh, uh, and I, it's not cause I wear doc Martens outside of work, but <sighs> the, the cheapest boots that I could find that were work boots that were steel toes were docks. So I just got a pair of docks, but they weren't square-toed. They were like, they look like hiking boots. Yeah. And people were like, where the fuck did you get them? I hit, hit, hit. And they didn't even look like fashionable boots. They were brown, dirty-ass 
chipped away steel toes like everybody else, but they weren't squared off cowboy boots, like squared off like steel toed. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I was like, dude, they were like 70 bucks at Academy. So I like, I don't, I'm not in the business, you know? And it's weird that a job that is so dirty there, there are aspects of it. People that you work with that are so obsessed with vanity, like looking like a, like the bull riggers that would work on the cranes, they would tuck their jeans into their socks and they thought that looked really cool. And I asked one guy one time, I was like, Oh, is this a safety thing? Like, so you don't get caught on something. And they're like, Oh no, nah, like the, the foreman do it. I think it looks cool. And I was like, oh, I do that with my, with my sweatpants. Yeah, but they did it with they did it with their Wranglers. They would tuck them yeah, into their work boots. Was it like cowboy cuts? No, so they would be like, uh, yeah, they'd be like boot cut, but like you know, modern boot cuts are skinny up until they they're almost like bell bottoms. So they would wear their they would wear their like Wolverine work socks, like their heavy hide work socks, over the top of their boot and tuck their jeans into the sock and the boot. So it would be skinny, a little bit of bell, and then into the boot. And awful. Yeah. And they were like, and I was like, oh, is this a safety thing? Like the safety get on your ass about being up so high and having like baggy pants or something. And they're like, oh no, it's just, you know, this is what bull riggers, this is what riggers do. And I was like, I, I fix forklifts. I don't understand. And they were like, oh yeah, well, you know, fuck you hand or whatever. And I'm like, I don't, <laughs> this is this is stupid like this looks you look like a clown you look like you're wearing jogger you look like little wayne circa 2000 like nine they're like you know don't you got a name i, I don't know it was just yeah i i got a pair of um yellow bean duck boots that i did landscaping in for like a year mm-hmm. and then the rubber part like fell off of the leather they got so worn out but when I first got them, people would make fun of me for like, oh, what are those? Uh, what are you going? Uh, I don't know. Cranberry. Cranberry, cranberry farms. picking. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Is it, what are you? You know, black guy in the 90s or something. What are you wearing there, son? What are you? Ghost face killer. They wouldn't they wouldn't get that in detail. You know, it's, what are you? Q-tip from a tribe called Quest? Yeah. 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 What are you? Jared Leto. <laughs> They're like Rogue Back Mountain. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, there was a, I've told a story before, not on the pod, but so, uh, I fixed my job was I fixed and I was not, it's funny, like the shit that, like, when you go to the safety meetings, when you work at a refinery proper, they're like, uh, you cannot ever do anything that OSHA wouldn't approve of. And then you get on the field and they're like, OSHA is gay. You need to never do anything they say ever. <laughs> and uh, and so they had people whose job it was to work on cranes and forklifts. But those mm-hmm. guys cost money to call out and bring into the oil, into the into the refinery. And so there were two mechanics on site. Well, there was a mechanic and then me. I was the apprentice or whatever. And we would fix cranes and forklifts and we would fix crane tread, which we weren't certified to do because that takes a lot of work and a lot of like engineering knowledge. And we would just beat the fuck out of the crane tread till it rolled right. Yeah. And uh, anyway, standard long story short, I also worked in the warehouse. Yeah, standard procedure. And I would fix their their shop forklift. And uh, and so I go in the fork. I would go in the warehouse, and there was a guy in the warehouse who always, always, dude. I would catch him in the middle of a conversation with some of the other. Uh, they work in the yard, so their job was to like, uh, they'd go in the yard. They would find tags 
of pieces of metal and the foreman would call that piece of metal on the microphone or on the, on the walkie talkie. And then they would be like, all right, I need like a K19 blah, 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 pipe, copper pipe. And so they would put on a forklift to go out in the unit. Anyway. So these guys would be talking bullshit like close to like the end of end of working day or whatever. And, and the same old motherfucker I'd walk in and he'd be like, y'all boys got to get yourself to the sunshine paradise massage parlor over there in the shit channel It's right off it's it's right before you hit fred hartman it's right before you hit bay town i mean it is they go in there and they treat you right and this was clearly he was clearly talking about like a rub and tug joint you know yeah and uh he's like man you go in there and them girls you don't even got to give him nothing i mean anything outside of what it says on the board like you don't got to tip them you don't even got i mean if you want to i mean i fucking don't you know but i mean paying you know i mean i give a fucking shit you know and I would come in there to sometimes the forklift would fuck up like the protein, the, the fuel line, the propane tank that ran the, the fucking shop forklift would fuck up. So I go fix it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Hey Rhodes, like, you ever been to that damn whorehouse over there off 146? I'm like, Hey, no, man, I don't, uh, <clears throat> I don't do stuff like that. He's like, you gay or something? I'm like, <laughs> no, I just like, uh, I don't like go to whorehouses cause I like to go home after a, 17 day straight 12 hour day work week I like to drink beer and i like to watch tv and go to sleep he's like well fuck i mean i feel you We're working the same hours but man needs his time and i'm like dude god damn it you know but anyway i i, I would try to walk away from conversation I let it. anyway one day he, that guy calls me on my radio and he's like hey uh we got a welding machine in the unit it's all fucked up yeah, i need you to come out here and i need you to fix it and i'm like okay so uh, usually nine times out of 10, it's because some moron put diesel in an unleaded engine or unleaded in a diesel engine, or they, they yeah. you, know, you know, the oil's fucked up. It's a simple fix. So I go out there and he starts talking about it again. And he's like, Hey man, I'm telling you, he's like, I'm going there today. He's like, I toss her. I, I could say, Hey, my buddy's coming. I swear by this shit, man, you're missing out. I ain't trying to be weird or nothing. I mean, it's clearly like, it's clearly a fucking, now he never explicitly said jack off joint, but it's clear. No one gives you a recommendation that much for a massage parlor, especially no grown man at a fucking oil refinery. You know yeah. What I'm unless he like was paralyzed. Yeah, and exactly. There and then, and know, so they fixed his spine or something. Yeah. Like they, you know, exactly. And so I was like, Hey man, I, I gotta be honest with you. I don't, this is after, after like seven or eight recommendations over the course of the time I worked there. I'm like, Hey man, I don't, uh, I don't like the idea of those places because the women are like trafficked dude he fucking spits on the ground he goes ain't no traffic on the way there roads are clear <laughs> and i was like i realized at that moment that i just like was not like i wasn't he 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 wasn't stupid he this guy wasn't dumb yeah but he just was like <laughs> He, he just didn't care. He didn't. He was like, I'm going to say a joke to the real thing you said, which, hey, by the way, respect. Like, if you don't care, man, like, like flaunt it, run it, you know. But I was like, I was like, they're traffic. And he was like, there's no traffic there. You can get there all the way there. It only takes nine minutes. And I'm like, dude, you're in my head. I was like, you're probably like one of the worst people I've ever met. <laughs> like, in my, like in real life, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you meet a lot of people who just have given up on the idea of any type of real morality. It's just 
Yeah. That's okay though. You know, it's, it's fucked up. It's fucked up because it's like it really is one of the better paying jobs. Because if you well, I met a lot of guys with when the I was massage out there. thing. No. <laughs> How much those ladies making? I have to get in that game. Dude, yeah, if, I ever, I if I ever did break and go to Rub and Tug and I walked in the door and you were the receptionist, I'd burn that place to the fucking ground. Let me tell you what. Really? You don't yeah. think I'd do a good job? I don't. No, I don't think so, man. I have strong hands. It's not about the handwork, man. I mean, that's just part of the problem. No pressure. I know a few pressure points. I don't know. Yeah, about. I feel like you're too hairy, dude. You couldn't pull it off. I mean, unless men were into that, you know. No, I, I wouldn't. I'm a professional. I would, see, it's not something I want to do, but here's the thing. Would um, you bald wax yourself for a bunch of oil refinery I, gentlemen? I I will survive in any setting you put me in. I'll put it like that. Okay. I, I'm one of those guys. You put me in. You're the punisher, dude. I'm, you put me in San Quentin or something. Hey, I'll make it out alive. It's not gonna be pretty. I will have no dignity left. But I'll, yeah, I'll flip it for tricks if you know what I mean. I'll. I like how like when the the prison. I, I watch a lot. You watch. I I don't know. Just like board TV, you watch prison documentaries, and I don't have a TV. Okay, well that sucks for in you. In my man. room. No, I I I I do, but it's downstairs. You need to get, I was about to tell you, you need to get your money, your money up, but I, I have currently $18. <laughs> well, so, I, also, I have two monitors on my PC. I could just. Anyway. Just and, watch a movie. Anyway. Anyway, you know, and it's like. A lot of parts of life yeah, I haven't but, quite figured out yet. but I, you, You'll get there, man. You know, <laughs> like we've talked about, I'm 58 years old. You're. Yeah, you're I'm 16. This is a Nambla podcast. No, it's not. Yeah. Never mind. Don't. <laughs> This is, yeah. I've done a few podcasts, but this is the first one where the co-host just made me wear like a little schoolgirl outfit. It's kind of interesting. You can't see it when you're listening. But you're putting I, uh, me that I waxed my legs for this, you know. You understand that you're putting me in such a position where the internet and the base of our listener base, they're always hungry. They're sharks for canceling people. And, and hey, people know I'm a, I'm a little, freak, little you know? queen, you know. <laughs> Flexible. Um. <laughs> it the 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 damn people go to jail on the in the in the shows and they're like, there's two things you do to survive, and it's always the trash TV and it's like you either join with your race or you become a bitch. And uh, you know, you think I think about like you know I don't agree with the politics of the Aryan Brotherhood like at all obviously but i also hey, dude you're kind of virt- virtue signaling kind i of mean you know this is the, i told you this is the premier leftist pod- <laughs> premier. uh but also like i don't want to get like mouth fucked like at all like i don't even uh, oh mr goody two shoes it's <laughs> your high and mighty over here listen man you know i Okay, let me ask you. I'll ask you straight up. You go to prison, you get wrongfully accused, but the evidence is there, and you're there for fucking a long ass time. You either got to join with the AB, shave your head, get a fucking swastika tattoo, or you just got to become like a butt princess. Which one do you choose? You ever watch Shawshank Redemption? Yeah. 
I love that movie. It's a great film. I love it very much. Yeah. Let's see if they'd let me um... do their taxes. <laughs> no. I'd I'd want to be one of the one of the guys who, who goes after Tim Robbins all the time. So you want to be the the rapist? I don't want to be. I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say I wanted to be. <laughs> you just said that, dude. You're fucked. I'm saying I'm saying I'm I'm not racist. No, I didn't say that with a C. I said when you're a is, <laughs> sometimes <I'm, laughs> sometimes I get confused, you know. Hmm. What would I do? I'll tell you right now. Well, let me hear it. Dude. I would be killed within like four hours. You think so? You think so? Not because I'm like, um. Some like you know tough guy or whatever. Yeah, yeah. No, I would just like say like a dumb joke and it wouldn't even land. And I would would laugh and then everyone would just kill me. <laughs> I feel like you've done time, right? Hard time. Yeah, I've done. <laughs> I did. I did several hours in a municipal jail when I was fifteen years old. Man, you ain't never spent 21 hours in county before. <laughs> did you go? Did, never mind. We're not talking about that. That's your thing. But uh, I've, I've I've never done anything never long term. Yeah, no, me neither. Well, I mean, yeah, no, I've never done anything wrong. Dude, my dad. It's funny. Like my dad's been to jail. I don't know a bunch of times, and he's unemployed now. Ah, uh-huh. And uh, he's like, oil and gas isn't they're hiring but they're just i don't know he can't find work so he's on employment so he's cruising right now so he's smoking a lot of weed and i think maybe we talked about this when you and me first met up but a while back maybe like the start of covid we're talking on the phone and he's like he's like why don't you smoke weed and i'm like uh it makes me like feel really bad about myself i get panic attacks like i'm dying he's like fuck he's like dude they had weed like they had now in like 1984 i never would have smoked rock (laughs) and i'm like all right what do you want me to do with that comment he's like i'm just telling you he's he he was like i'm just telling you right now he's like look he's like back in back in like 87 i go down scott street in houston i go run with a bunch of people who i don't like we do some shit and at the end of it i get a big old sack of crack because crack's the only thing that made me feel good. He, he'd be like, now I can go to some fucking Mexican at the sports bar and he'd give me some weed, gets me 10 times more fucked up than any crack I ever smoked. <laughs> and I'm like, that's good, I guess, because you're not smoking crack anymore. And he's like, yeah, I smoke crack. I haven't smoked crack in like two, three years. But what I'm trying to say to you, son, <laughs> is, is that if they had sour diesel in 1984, hell ain't no reason to smoke cocaine and i'm like all right dad good to hear from you and he's like all right gee have a merry christmas see you (laughs) 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 he's he's, he he like hey the like two or three years ago uh i dropped him off at harris county jail the county jail in houston i i just i do it i do an anniversary tweet every year in a post on Facebook because it's so goddamn funny to me. No one else thinks it's funny, but I think it's very funny. But 2017, I dropped my dad off at Harris County jail because he had to serve time 
he he agreed to just do time for his third DUI and possession or whatever. And before he gets out of the car, he doesn't say, I love you, son. He doesn't say, like, hey, you know, be good or whatever. He goes, hey, uh, there's a whole ass honey baked ham at my house. If you go to my house and get it, y'all can eat the whole motherfucker while I'm in jail. All right, see you. Because <laughs> <laughs> me and my mom were super broken at the time. <laughs> And I, I like, I'm crying. I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not crying out of sadness because it's like, whatever. Like I'm old now. I don't give a fuck. Drop my dad off the jail. I don't care anymore. But that is such a funny thing to say <laughs> to your son before you go to jail for your like third or fourth DUI and like cocaine. But it's very. He didn't even mean for it to be funny. That's why it's so hard for me to be like, yeah, you know what? Like, you know, I can't. My dad's probably the funniest people I've ever met in my life. And that moment in my life, like I think about that shit all the time. That's why I tweet about it so much. It's just so fucking yeah. funny. It's just so funny. Like just not natural. even trying. He was being earnest. He was like, listen, man, I'm about to be in here for at least, fuck, I don't know, past New Year's, past Christmas, past Thanksgiving. I don't, I don't know how fuck. Who knows? They might transfer me. But if you want a honey baked ham, there's one in my fridge. I got it because I was thinking about you before I got arrested. Like it's gonna last however many months. You just eat like a slice of it every yeah. day or something. Just just the idea of preemptively understanding maybe he would go to jail and then having an extra honey baked ham that he wasn't gonna do anything with. <laughs> it's for me, my brother, and my mom. <laughs> like, what are you fucking doing, dude? Just cut it into three pieces. Well, when, I, when I did get the ham, it was a pretty decently sized ham, but it was like, you know, I come home and I was like, hey, Dave left us a ham. My mom's like, did you just drop him off at jail? And I'm like, yeah, but he said he had an extra ham. She's like, that's what he was like planning. <laughs> like, that, <laughs> that's what my mom was like, that's what your dad like was he got it had a ham like ready in case he went to jail during christmas time and i was like i mean i guess (laughs) i don't know like yeah i mean yeah i mean it's a nice gesture it is ham isn't like crazy cheap you know i mean i i'll be honest i don't know how much ham costs I, i i bought it before i'm not i'm a little you know I've bought groceries before. Yeah, I've bought ham in a long you, time. Twelve. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've lived, I've lived in a dorm for a full semester. I know how real life works. But yeah. Um. So you graduated high school like super early because you skipped so many grades. Yeah. What was it like going to college when you were thirteen years old? It was. It was really good. It was. Um, <laughs> I, I, you ever think about, um, I wonder how much of Harvard is like those, uh, those little, those little kids, you know, like autistic. No, like yeah. Not the, not the ones they bring in for the professors. I mean, no, like the, no, the genuinely, like there's something profoundly wrong with them, but they're geniuses type people. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I wonder, um, you know, how many just, uh, how many kids are like you know, labeled as geniuses just so they can you know 
just old Dershowitz can, you know, take a swing at him once they get over there, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, how many kids? It's something. Why are they letting, like, nine-year-olds take the SAT now? Yeah, like, I remember there was a kid that went to my school that was, he was 15, and he was in my dorm. And he skipped, like, three grades. He obviously super smart, but he had never, he wasn't from here. He was from uh, Nigeria. And he was like, uh, you know, we had a, we had like a, he looked on our floor and our floor was full of stupid idiots like me. And I was like, how much acid can I eat before I like see the devil or whatever? And that's how we all were. And so he was like, I want to go out with you guys one night when we were all chilling downstairs. And we were like, you can't, like, you can't, you cannot, it's weird. But I wonder (laughs) kind of like how you said, like, if a kid does give a bunch of grades and goes to college at like 15, like how does he like navigate like the, cause even if he were to graduate on time, which I'm sure he would and likely graduate early cause he's a genius. How do you go through like the story of college that people go through from like 15, 16, 17, 18, like, are you going to like, what are you doing? I feel like I feel you're like, doing math. I feel like, um, just having the like having the opportunity to do that i feel like not that you not that not that like only rich kids can do that but it seems like a rich kid thing to do a lot of the time unless you're like 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 there are exceptional individuals who like the public schooling system somehow they're just prodigies like they grow up and they can do yeah but like generally um if you're just a regular kid you know working parents and stuff yeah you're you're probably just gonna graduate you know like with everybody else Mm -hmm. maybe you're gonna be bored maybe you know a year early or something yeah but like i i I think most of the kids who and to be fair this is not super common you know Mm -hmm. like but it does happen i feel like most of those kids have like tutors and stuff and we're in private schooling and stuff because it's not like you skip it's not like they're skipping public school grades for the most part it's like they're they're skipping or homeschool grade yeah yeah i remember uh so my mom had me super young and i remember her 21st birthday because i turned five and she turned 21 like some weeks later and my mom was like studying for her ged and I was like, we were like bowling together or whatever. And I was like, oh, this is cool. And then I turned 21 and I thought about having a five-year-old and like how drastically emotionally and mentally unprepared I was and am still even at 26. Like, to I have can do it. Me and you, you want to adopt a kid? Together? No. I- <laughs> <laughs> no if, I- if, you, if you knocked a girl up right now, could you make it work? Yeah, I'd make it work. You think so? I could. No, no, it it wouldn't be it wouldn't be a good situation. Yeah, I'm not I'm not delusional. I'm yeah. saying I would it would ruin my life, mm-hmm. but I would make it work. Mm-hmm. And the reason I say that is because um, typically when that happens, it ruins people's lives, but they tend to make it work. And uh, I'm not. Yeah. I'm, now it it doesn't. It's not great. I mean, uh, I think I think your mom was pretty young when she had you. Sixteen, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, she was. <laughs> I don't. 
Uh, <laughs> let's hear it, dude. Let's hear it. Let's hear it, man. Let's hear it, man. No, I did. I do. I do remember, like, <laughs> I was like, uh, like off at college, you know, and uh, and like my circle of friends, you know. They're like, oh, I have to go home for my mom's birthday because it's my sister's birthday around the same time, too. And we're doing a dual birthday. I was like, oh, how old's your mom? And they're like, oh, she's like 63. And I was like, yeah, my mom's like 30, 33 years old. And and like, because I, I got a full ride to like a, because I'm so smart and cool and my penis is really thick. Uh, it is. I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. No, because like I went to a like I went to a private school in Austin or whatever. Like most of the kids that I knew were really wealthy, and uh, anyway, they'd be like, "Your mom was how old?" And I was like, "Yeah, she's like thirty three. And they were like, "Does she like uh, like what happened <laughs> in your life? Yeah. How old are you? Like, are you nine? I'm like, no, I'm like nineteen years old. I'm eighteen years old. And they're like, so your mom's thirty four years old." Yeah, and they're like, again, like high school. The summer between high school and college doesn't change the male mind. They're like, "Is your mom hot?" And I'm like, "What kind of fucking question is that?" It, it's not. Did you oh, is up? she? I'm sick of you, dude. We're gonna, <laughs> we're, gonna <laughs> we're cutting this shit here, brother. Anyway, it was. It no, was just I, know, one, I know what you mean. It was just one of those things where it's like I didn't know. Like, I never had anything in common. Yeah. With like, like it, you know, it's rough because it. I mean, it does make her a bad person. And I'm, <laughs> but but yeah, it's it's funny that's like, um, even as society like really progresses and I like it. It, I feel like I feel like we are genuinely getting somewhere in some ways. In a terms bit, of maybe. being more accepting, in other ways, things are. It's basically like. Are you getting a stimulus check? By the way, no. Why not? You didn't do your taxes? Uh, I, I'm registered as a de- dependent still. Oh, it's fucked up, dude. Yeah, I did it this year, not knowing that um, that uh, you know the about the pandemic. I I didn't. I had planned on this happening, but not for so long. And um, yeah, no, no. I, get, I get that. I get that. But I, I'm going independent this year. I'm but, thinking about. I'm thinking about maybe joining. I mean, throwing all my political and like philosophical. I want to be an army ranger, uh, really bad. And I think I'm gonna like go to OCS school, become an army officer, and then try to be an army ranger. Uh, I have bipolar disorder and I have two dislocated shoulders, but I think that I could do it. What do you think? I think. What if we <laughs> made? our own branch of the military i think me and you could do it i think maybe it's time we could call it jake and thomas's school of uh tough and power war school of the army warfare yeah i the jake thomas military tactics division (laughs) instead of me making that annoying noise pretend that was like a funk flex like uh air horn type thing you were i, I think you're too young to remember because you're yeah. a little baby and i'm 55 but there used to be army commercials that godsmack and like metal bands would play during and it was, that's awesome 
Yeah, it would it would be like I'm not kidding. You can Google them. It would be like guys kicking open doors and like judo tossing people and like firing M4 carbines and like cutting corners and fucking checking corners throwing grenades. And it would be like and then fucking guys repelling out of helicopters and then it would be like army do you want to be strong like it like that was it was around the same time that like CSGO and then like two years later Halo came out and it was like no coincidence I mean you know and then when I was like seven years older and being like dude I want to be a green beret so bad like I want to be the type of guy that like you show up somewhere and there's like people because your idea of a cool guy at seven years old is like a guy that can like bend space and time and do a backflip and then like do a kickflip. Or if you're me, just Dirk Nowinski. Um, sure, sure, sure. Maybe I had like more of a like a like a profound mental illness, maybe. Yeah. But, uh, and then it, that was like, and then like the army got in like kind of a little bit of trouble for that, and so now they recruit. And this yeah, was a reason. It's, it's the first bad thing they ever did. The first bad thing, the first bad thing they ever did, and now they recruit on Twitch. They're like, do you, you like, do you like that, that shit's really honestly very fun to me. I'm not kidding. They're like, hey, you're really good at killing people virtually. Your response time is super fast, um, and uh, it's clear that you have a genuine understanding of, you know, how to lead a squadron. Do you want to sacrifice four to eight to possibly twelve years of your life? for minimum wage up front but still minimum wage so you can go kill like uh like a lot of kids and like women and stuff and like a lot of guys are like yeah yeah sounds good <laughs> like that sounds really good yeah i uh i got recruited heavily in high school same dude dude yes maybe i just looked lost or something i don't know but I, uh, I took the. They had us all take the ASVAB or whatever. They have. Did they have the pull-up bar at your high yeah. school? No, I didn't do it. No, but I'm saying, did they have it there? Yeah, no, I, they they had it. They didn't have. I know some schools they permanently had it there. Yeah. So at my school, so the Air Force would come. No one cared. The Coast Guard would come. No one cared. But when the Army or the Marines showed up, they would bring a pull-up bar and they would smack it front face directly in front of the fucking lunchroom and they would like one of the army officers or the drill sergeants would challenge like 16 17 year old kids to pull up competitions <clears throat> just to see how many they can do and if you could do a bunch they would like give you a pamphlet they give you a fucking patch sometimes they give you a fucking shirt or a hat and, like that that's how they got you and i knew a lot of my friends who got got that way but one day <clears throat> and i'm not trying to be edgy this is this is just this is just real thing that happened one day, um, one of the kids from Life Skills, which is what we called the Special Education Division. Yeah, that's what everybody school. calls it. Is it really? Yeah. No way. Seriously? No. no I was just I was Okay, I thought you were okay. I, I, that was just what we called it. Um, one of the special ed children went up to that pull-up bar. And when anyone went up to it, we would all count it out trying to see if they would pussy out before like 10 not that i could do more than 10 at 15 but it was funny to make fun of people who wanted to be in the military when i was a kid but this young man got to 10 and then he got to 20 
and then he got to like 30 and he was not slowing down and then like the marine recruit or whatever recruiter the officer nco i don't know what the fuck they fucking call himself was like hey brother uh you know you did it to this to this young sort of mentally deficient man yeah and he was like i'm here to do fuck i mean he didn't say this but it was clear that he was like i'm here to do pull-ups dude you brought the bar out and (laughs) you this is this is your bed and you're laying in it i don't know how many fucking pull-ups that kid did i'm not i don't know was it like over a hundred or no it wasn't that much no it wasn't that crazy but like a, a full a full sized special needs man, five eight five nine, easily well over fifty in quick succession, and like, like, boom, like not he didn't. There was no sign of him slowing down when he stopped. I think he stopped because like the Marines were tapping him to like get off the bar, because fifty pull ups it takes a solid like, you know, most kids went up there they did a four or five. The really swole kids did maybe fifteen twenty. The yeah, really pull-ups are like hard. Yeah, especially if you're doing overhand at underhand grip. Like if you're doing like all shoulder and like posterior chain, like yeah. shit like that. Yeah, that that's hard. Now they were doing underhanded bicep pull-ups, but still. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah those aren't too bad. They're not too bad. But I'm, but, I mean, still, still, you can't do like do fifty like, of them. To do fifty plus, you know, I'm not saying that was the number, but I'm saying he was up there for an incredibly long amount of time, and he was cranking them out. Just boom, boom. There was no pause. There was no sign of strain. There was no sign of exhaustion. Eventually, like the Marines kind of tapped him down. Yeah. And I remember I put him down. And I remember watching this and thinking, okay, you're the Marine who has to tell this kid he can't be in the Marines. Like you have to tell him. They they go after a lot of like um like autistic guys they do they go after they they, that's the joke amongst the the branches they eat crayons and shit they're like the dumbest branch but the point i'm making is this guy was clearly by every metric like not capable of serving in the armed fort like he had uh, yeah he had down syndrome like it would be it would be wrong to to tell him like hey you should like i mean you should be special forces it's just here's his he said come on come on man yeah. So it was one of those things like, <laughs> they, were, <laughs> they were like coaxing him off the bar and like I could hear him be like, I do more. I don't want to do the voice. I kind of did already. I'm fucked up because of the Yeah, voice. I mean the, to put it in the, the least defensive way, they were throwing candy on the ground mm-hmm. and they were telling him <laughs> Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so like so like after that like our lunch period ends and I'm walking by and a guy hands me a pamphlet or he was handing them. It wasn't just me. He was handing them to everybody that walked by. He's like, you want to serve your country? And I was like, no, not particularly. I don't care about stuff like that. And you know, cause I was much worse then than I am now about being like, I don't believe in God and I'm a cool guy and I don't even like, yeah, that's all you talk about now. Yeah, I'm a really listen, listen, dude. I don't need you to be like rude to me or like, dude. I'm mean. <laughs> I'm like, um, <laughs> I'm like a, I'm like Greg Giraldo if he could handle his medicine. Did you say Greg Giraldo? Yeah, he's that roast guy. The mustache guy. 
from the no. Movies? No. Greg, you ever just watch the, those really bad comedy roasts? Yeah, of course. Like Lisa Lampanelli. They remind me of you, dude. Jeff Ross. No, they don't. They don't know. <laughs> no, but in like eighth grade, I thought those were so cool. I thought, yeah, I oh. like watching the roast of Flavor Flav, I was like, dude, they're getting his ass. Yeah, they're, <laughs> or it's like the roast of like, and Coulter or something where yeah, it's like, oh dude, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're getting, they're getting. This is so cool. Is they um, they called that lady fat. They called her a cunt, dude. They're getting her ass, dude. <laughs> they said that they said this lady used to date a black guy. That's that's maybe I guess funny. Uh, I don't remember how I. Oh yeah, I said I wanted to. I, I ironically said something about being an army ranger. I think it would be funny to be like who I am on the internet, and then to just like immediately do a next day pivot to being like a patriot guy. Like uh, I love the country guy. Like uh, you know, I'm. I don't know. I feel like it's time for a rebranding. Yeah, I kind of want to be like a wellness guy like a yogi almost but like not really get healthier mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. i'm gonna be stretch like, like just do yeah. stretches yeah i'm also really not flexible my hamstrings are bad and also because of that my lower back um seizes up really sometimes when i just get out of bed which is a common that's what you get for, it's, it's, for lifting weights man it's pretty common when you're 21 you know Hey man, you got a long life ahead of you, dude. And both yeah. of us, we're doing fucking so, dude. I want to let you know this episode. This has been a. What time did we get on? Like nine. Oh, okay, so it's only been an hour and twelve minutes. Okay. Yeah. Well, it, maybe like uh, an hour fifteen, something like that. Something like that. Something like that. Little sun, something like that. <laughs> There's a little song hitting the way, little song like that. Dude, shut the I'm, fuck up. I'm sick of I'm it. I'm getting I'm sick of it, dude. I'm sick dude, of it, dude. I'm dude, you're messing you, up dude. the audio. You're messing up the audio. I'm sick of you, dude. I'm sick of you. Dude, you know I'm sending this track to Rick Rubin, and he's going to make the clearest podcast episode ever. That's so you, these episode. stupid mongrels will stop bothering me. I don't even listen to this crap, and you're bothering me about sound quality. You are rats to me. You are dirt beneath my feet. Do not ever ask me about the quality of anything I say or do, because it's only downhill from here. You know how much sun damage my brain has taken? It's like oatmeal in there. I'm rambling about. I don't have a single thing to say, and yet some of these people are paying to listen to it. By the way. By the way. Because I'm gonna forget to plug this at the end of the show. So you should, you should, uh, you should subscribe to Pendejo Time on Patreon. Yeah, because these are the free episodes, and I guarantee you, I can guarantee you, the word of the Lord, the word of me, the word of Young Thomas, the word of fucking uh, Satan, the word of anybody nope. that you believe in. Uh, nope. Keep it clean. Keep it clean. If keep you clean. think the these free episodes are funny. If you're driving in traffic on the way to your job and you're like, God damn, motherfucker, these guys are on it. The premium episodes, I guarantee you, are 150,000 times better. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, if, you, if you're listening to this free one and you're like, wow, I wonder what they get up to behind the scenes. What's behind the curtain? What's behind the fucking closed door? 
you should subscribe to the Patreon. Fucking Patreon.com slash Pendejo time. That's the fucking real shit, dude. And, it's uh, it's something I like to call LMS. Love. Magic. Science. No, it's 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 love. It's money, love. Sex. Magic. Listen. Science. Getting pussy and going to the museum. That's what it's about. It's like a... <laughs> It's like that ASAP Rocky song PMW, but it's elements. That is, man. It is on his like third to last album, dude. Did you I'm, not hear it? I'm, it was a class. I'm 78 years dude. old, <laughs> dude. It was literally like his fourth best project ever, and you didn't even listen. No, hey, man, I think it was like hey, hey, Long just, Last ASAP. Just, just one with wavy bones. Thomas, just shut the fuck up, dude. dude I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> you suck. All right, let's get Wavy Bone here, and let's say uh, Happy New Year, uh, and uh, subscribe to the Patreon. Yeah, Happy New Year. We're going to make 2006 the best year ever. Let let me tell you that, like, we're going to be at $27,000 a month by 2008. Hey, here's a real-life situation. I'm going to... I have a, about a centimeter long laceration on my right eyeball that I've had for about three days. This isn't a joke. I'm not getting my I'm not getting my eye fixed until we hit 150 stubs. All right, we're close. We've got we're, about we're eight close. to go. We're not, yeah, we're, my need, vision is legitimately slowly fading. Yeah, not that I, quickly. I don't I'm not really worried. I don't have health insurance, and if we got, I could pay for hey, health insurance with this. Hey. Jake, how many fingers am I holding up right now? See, uh, 